Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is March 18th. 2020. It is the list and your boy here on Fightful.com. A wild situation. Jimmy, have we ever done a show from your house? Not not including the Christmas show where we looked at all your LJNs. I think this is the first peek briefly into your background. And unfortunately, I didn't have time enough to create any trickery. I didn't have time oh. to put myself... In, in a Ninja Turtle sewer or any of those cool oh, yeah, things yeah, that yeah, I used yeah, to get yeah. to do. Well, I was telling Sean off the air, you know, shame on me for preparing for a podcast from home five minutes before the podcast. Yeah. So I didn't realize this laptop doesn't have an Ethernet port on it anywhere. So I'm uh, using Wi-Fi. Cross your fingers that, you know, it works. I'm using a crappy webcam because, again, five minutes before <laughs> podcast time, I decided let's uh, start preparing for this. So – but, uh, hey, it is what it is. You know what's funny? Last Wednesday when we did this podcast, we talked about uh, the NBA had just suspended their season. The NHL had just suspended their season. That was only a week ago. It feels like six months ago. It does. It feels like we've been in isolation for much longer than what we were. Yes. Yes. This is my second day working yeah. from home, and it feels like a week already. And, and it's it's funny because I have – I can tell it's, it's filtering around your office too because – as you know, I've, I'm friends with some of the people in your office, and I'll see their Instagram posts, and they're like, yep. "Day one of working from home feels like forever." Like it's it's such a, a wild, weird situation. I've been talking to wrestlers like all week, and fortunately, Fightful is okay because, as Jimmy knows, I stockpile like interviews and content and stuff like that. I got stuff from like that I've got that that's evergreen that's going to be dropping over the next couple months. We're good on that front, and, and we're very fortunate to be in that situation, but uh, we're still cooking up new ideas and new things like that, and I can tell this is already having an effect on people, Jimmy. Like, we saw a little drop in, in subscribers over the past day. There are people that are being sent home. There are people that are losing their jobs, and it's yep. it's unfortunate. Yep. I mean, I'm lucky. My, my whole crew can work from home. Our, our numbers have not uh, taken a hit whatsoever in terms of my core business. Yeah. 
And uh, I had one guy yesterday, first day from home, and I had a guy yesterday who slept in the whole morning. First day working from home. Who what, so was I it? Sean to, Ross Sapp? Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was because you know them. Oh, but okay. uh, you you you've seen that side of me on occasion, Sean. I had yeah. to really chirp him. Really? But, uh, yeah, but otherwise, like everything's been pretty good. You know, everything's been pretty good. And I was saying to my wife, I mean, there's worse places that we can be than at home. This isn't bad. Yeah, especially you know? in, in your line of work, which we won't get too much into. But there, there was a thing, a meme that I saw. Uh, that job that you were told you couldn't do from home, you're learning that you can actually do from home. And yeah. I'm I'm very fortunate personally that I I work from home, so that keeps me low risk. That you know it, I'm yeah. bummed I'm bummed that I don't get to go to Tampa and get a bunch of interviews for Fightful. I'm very bummed about yeah. that. Uh, it took the Newark trip that I was on the fence. I had talked to you about that, the blood and guts trip. I was on the fence yep. about that, but we were gonna I think send Bixen Span. That's off the table now. There's there's a lot of uncertainty, and I've been talking to people from every company about like what's next and what's going on. It is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Also, fortunately, very grateful that my wife, uh, her school said payments continue, even though you're going to yeah. be working from home. There are teachers. She's going out and helping deliver meals to, to kids to make sure that they get their meals. And here we are, Wednesdays at three. I kind of prefer this in in during Doomsday, Jimmy. I prefer yeah, during, three p.m. During this time, I have to do this yeah. because if I'm going to be doing this from home, six p.m. Uh, comes across dinner time for my kids. Mm-hmm. And if my kids know I'm home, they're going to be yelling at me, you know, to go eat. Yeah. So if we're doing it from home, I got to do it at three. So uh, and it's funny because Wednesdays at three o'clock, I always have a meeting with one of my divisions. Yeah. And I had to email everybody this morning and say, "Let's make it two because I got to do a podcast <laughs> at three. Not that I, not that I want them to think I'm prioritizing. It is, it is. No, but I, I have to try to get everything in. It's a lot easier, I thought, to move that meeting because everybody's at home anyway. Yeah. So that's why we did it, and this was our old time <sighs> slot. So, you know. So yeah, I, it's. I thought it's... this was going to be the news of the year. This is the news of at least the half century. Yeah. You know. It is. And. Uh, we're going to see what, what happens. So uh, do you want to start with the WrestleMania thing? Yeah, I mean, I got the, the press release. It's so funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a rare Monday where I can take a little nap before Raw. And I, I'm not a big napper, but I, I laid down at about 6.45. And maybe 10 minutes later, my phone started to buzz like crazy. And I started to get messages that say, expect something soon, expect something soon. Then the press release came through. WWE announces that WrestleMania will move to Orlando's Performance Center in front of no fans. Only essential personnel are there. Um, I had revealed on last Wednesday's podcast that uh, not only was SmackDown being moved Friday, but they had made plans to move several upcoming TVs to the Performance Center. Uh, Classes are halted at the Performance Center. No big shock there. And this is going to be a weird WrestleMania, Jimmy. And there's, I've seen a lot of people online. Uh, there were some people that were outright mad. How could you do this? How could you do this? To me, I'm not that outraged. I think it, it makes sense in the climate that we're in. I think it's the best thing for business that WWE can possibly do right now. But I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, and we're going to spend some time on this. We're going to spend some time on this. I have reasons why I understand and reasons why I hate it. Uh, and when when they first uh, – even before they announced this news, you and I spoke about this on the podcast last 
tweaked. I thought it was going to be a rescheduling or a relocation. I didn't think a cancellation was going to happen. It'd be a rescheduling or relocation. I actually was leaning towards believing they would reschedule. Uh, and we're going to get into the reasons why. So let's start with why I understand. Because there were a lot of people I noticed in the live chat when you're doing the Raw podcast on the Monday. People on the, on the live chat saying, I hate it. Why are they doing it? It's stupid. Why are they doing it? So let's get into that first because people got to understand that there are there are business complications to this, which is the reason why they chose to make this decision. And uh, uh, so guys, first, by the way, sorry sorry to cut you off. If it, during this time you all want to donate a super chat, we will read your question or statement on the air. Quick Fightful Select plug. We have a two-part Jimmy Van Q&A. Uh, part one went up Sunday. Part two goes up Thursday. Check that out. Uh, keep yourselves entertained in this in this crazy time. Well, the, fir the first and most obvious one is that WWE's got contractual obligations. They have obligations to their shareholders. They've got obligations to the network subscribers. They've got obligations to the pay-per-view providers. And they've got obligations to the talent uh, who look at this in a, in, a, in a lot of cases as being the biggest opportunity of the year. And so I understand that they kind of felt like they had those obligations, and that's, that's kind of an obvious point. Uh, another reason why I understand that they're doing this is because there's so much uncertainty right now with uh, gatherings being banned and whatnot, that they might have been thinking, okay, well, if we, if we postpone, till when? You know what I mean? Like the, there, there'd be really no – you can't announce a new date if you postpone. It would be you know, to be determined. So I can kind of understand that they decided let's just kind of get it in. Uh, another reason, and this is a big one, is they're deep in storyline with multiple programs. And so if you were to just press pause – on WrestleMania, what do you do with your weekly television? What do you do with all of those storylines that have progressed? Do you just put pause on all of those too? So I understand creatively they would have been in a very, very tough spot. Another one that uh, people might not be thinking of is when it comes to their quarterly earnings. So Q1 2020, they got uh, the Royal Rumble and they got Super Show that quarter. Five falls into Q2 2020. WrestleMania right now was the only significant event – Scheduled for Q2 2020. You take WrestleMania out of the equation, uh, and that quarter is not going to look as strong, even though they got the guaranteed television money. But otherwise, you take Mania out of the equation, and, and, and the quarter is not as strong. Another point that you mentioned on the Raw podcast is uh, live sports are suspended right now. A lot of people are in self-isolation. Maybe this is an opportunity for WWE to get that lapsed fan or to get a new fan willing to try the product, willing to try the network because they got time on their hands. Uh, so these are all the reasons why I understand why they're doing it. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like it or why I hate it, but those are the reasons why I understand. Do you want to add anything to those? Yeah, there's there's a lot to it. Now, the raw numbers were not great. I mean, they it's best in a month. But still, people weren't tuning in in droves to watch it. UFC's numbers were some of the worst they've ever seen on ESPN, which is unbelievable to me because ESPN saw this as such an opportunity. They moved the whole show onto the main ESPN service instead of ESPN+. Plus. So, that's um, interesting. That's, I'm very surprised about that. But I'll tell you what, those numbers are definitely going to decrease if they keep doing what they did Friday and Monday. Like, just completely like half the show unoriginal yep. content putting a royal rumble on there you could do a lot worse than that if you want to grab some lapsed fans because 
There might be one that, that says, oh, cool, Royal Rumble. But when they did that Friday and they had the Elimination Chamber, there was no identifying feature saying, this is SmackDown. You're actually watching SmackDown. And I had a lot right. of people saying, whoa, what's going on here? Is this Elimination Chamber or SmackDown? There's no reason, if they're bringing all these people to TV, that they can't put a bunch of stuff in the can. And I was told, I at least as far as open viewing, there was none of that. There's no reason John Cena shouldn't be on SmackDown every week until WrestleMania, Jimmy. And why is that? Because they had him last Friday there. They could have filmed four weeks' worth of angles. And you can't tell me that they can't do it because Impact Wrestling does it every other month. They got their shit filmed through next month's pay-per-view. WWE used to do it. Yeah, they used to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I see a lot of people saying, what's going on with AEW tonight? What's going on with TakeOver in the Hall of Fame? I promise you guys, Fightful.com is a really good website, and it's got all that information. I promise I you guys. I know a lot of you all just listen to the show. I have a lot well. of it on the list of, uh, of Jimmy Van here anyway, so we can get to it. But I want to go into the reasons why I hate this decision to uh, to keep the April 5 date and reschedule the show, WrestleMania, for the Performance Center in uh, in Orlando. The first and biggest reason, and this is a multifaceted reason, is WWE is not out of the woods yet. Things have escalated so quickly from where we were last Wednesday when we did this podcast to where we are now. And things, I think, are going to continue to escalate. And I think that there's still, there's still an asterisk beside that date for yes. WWE. I think there's still a chance that this could get canceled. And so given the uncertainty, again, I just explained why I understand why they're doing it from a business perspective, from you know a, a creative perspective, all of that. But given the uncertainty, um, I think keeping that date is very, very risky unless they're smart, and you just kind of alluded to it. And there, there's multiple points I want to talk about. So first and foremost, Jerry Lawler was interviewed by the Commercial Appeal uh, out of Memphis, and he – told them that he and his family are staying in Florida for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping Lawler in Florida through mania. Uh, and so I asked Sean off the air earlier, we were talking and I asked him, can you find out for me if any other talent is being uh, kept in Florida through mania? Have you heard anything about that? Uh, ones that I've spoken to are not, but that, I, that can't really speak for everybody. I know Oscar was put up at the Orlando airport. She did a vlog about it. Uh, and she was just like wandering around there last weekend. But uh, a couple of people that I've talked to have not and did not want to because there were some positive tests in the area. And they were like, well, damn, we got to go out for groceries and stuff like that, too. We, we don't want to necessarily do that. So, yeah. OK, well, this goes along with, uh, you know, with some of my other points. Um, Lawler also said in that same interview that anybody who enters the performance center has their temperature taken because Mm -hmm. obviously fever is one of the symptoms of coronavirus, right? So here's a big point. What happens if between now and if someone on the roster tests positive for coronavirus? And it's very likely. And I'll take it a step further. It could, but I'll take it a step further. What happens if they keep that date, right? April 5th and April 5th comes along and the undertaker walks to the performance center and they take his temperature and he's got a fever. Okay. What do they do in that situation? That's one of your marquee matches. What if Roman Reigns tests for a fever? What if Goldberg tests for a fever? What if John Cena tests for a fever? That's still three weeks from now. You know what I mean? Two and a half-ish weeks from now. So I think it's majorly risky that they're doing this. Um, as of today, now we're doing this on March 18th. 
as of today, the uh, the United States and Canada, they're temporarily closing the border to non-essential travel, which is something that I kind of thought might happen. Yeah. They announced today it's going to be happening. That means that uh, travelers and you know anything mm-hmm. recreationally is not going to be allowed to cross the border. I don't know where Brock Lesnar fits into the scheme of things when it comes to essential travel. I don't know the government ruling on that. Brock Lesnar lives in Saskatchewan. He's one of the marquee matches. Kevin Owens, as far as I know, lives in Montreal. Uh, he's one of the marquee matches. What happens if they wait till April 5th? And Brock Lesnar, who's scheduled for Raw on Monday, by the way, what if he can't get over the border? What do you do? There goes potentially two of your marquee matches for WrestleMania. So that's another problem. Another problem is that what if between now and April 5th, the city of Orlando goes on lockdown or the state of Florida goes on lockdown. We've already seen it in San Francisco. San Francisco is on lockdown for three weeks. Uh, New York City is talking about it. They might go on. And Jimmy has frozen up effectively. Uh, and we're trying to reconnect to Jimmy. So hopefully we can do that. But what happens if the city does go on lockdown? I mean, Just I very seriously. Oh, and, and sorry, Jimmy, Jimmy, that? Jimmy's back now. You were you were frozen up. Oh, I'm sorry. How much did you lose? Uh, quite a bit. Uh, basically, after you asked oh, if the city was going to go on lockdown. Okay, okay. Well, I was just saying, if, if the city were to go on lockdown, anybody not living in Orlando is not going to be able to get to the performance center, meaning that your card's going to be screwed. And so, I really believe the WWE. Number one, they need to still either reschedule the show, WrestleMania, or they need to get the matches in the can while they have the opportunity. And I know people are saying, you know, well, how do you pull that off kind of thing? They're only using essential employees. Yeah. They could sign an NDA. They could sign an NDA if they needed to. We've seen it on reality television in the past where if the cliffhanger was pre-taped, they made everybody sign an NDA. It could get, it could be done. So I feel like, okay, Brock, uh, Goldberg and Roman Reigns, they're going to be on SmackDown this week for contract signing. Do the match. Do the match there, yes. Do the match, because how do you know you're going to get them back? Decorate so the damn the room like like the goddamn high school prom if you have to, to make it feel special. I don't care what they do. They can film that match. They can edit together this quote-unquote WrestleMania. They, yeah. they can yeah. do that. There was, really? There was no reason that they couldn't have filmed all of John Cena's skits last week and then have him come in any day and say, listen... It's time to do your match. And yep. Frankenstein that stuff all together. There's no reason they can't. And they really should. Um, at least for the at least for this, because I don't think this will be wrestle I think this will be quote unquote WrestleMania. And they'll be able to use this for documentary footage for the rest of their lives. This will be something that you see on a WWE documentary in forty, fifty years from now. They'll still oh, be doing the yeah, sure. they're they're going to be doing this this history lesson forever. There's so yeah. much to this, and I completely agree. Now, would it be weird to see uh, a not live WrestleMania? Yeah, it'd be real weird. But we're in a weird situation, so we're going to have to deal with it. As far as WWE goes, you want to get that in the can because you want people to watch. There, there is literally uh, as unfortunate as it is. No better situation to perhaps get lapsed fans back than this, all things considered, because nothing is on. UFC isn't running anymore, and UFC wanted to run real bad. 
You got this opportunity. Make the best of it. Rob Wilkins says, thanks for keeping things normal even uh, even for one hour. Jimmy, can you recommend old pay-per-views to watch from the 80s or 90s? And did either of you from watch WWE? Oh, wrestling? Yes. Uh, I mean, for me, anything from the uh, 80s was great. Um, the big event was great, the Toronto show. Uh, the Wrestling Classic, which was the tournament where you could see like Ricky Steamboat against Davey Boy Smith, Babyface versus Babyface. I think they had Randy Savage, Dynamite Kid, if I remember right. Uh, unique matches that you don't always get to see. So I would check out the Wrestling Classic, any of the older WrestleManias. WrestleMania three is still one of my favorites of all time. So any of the, any of the 80s stuff, uh, you can't go wrong with any of that. I want to apologize, by the way, for any of lag. I had my work computer on at the same time uh. because I'm, like, checking my numbers and stuff at the same time. And I just shut it down because uh, uh, of the lag. So yeah, it's much till better. Until 4 o'clock Eastern time, things will go to shit, and I'm not going to know it, Sean. Exactly, exactly. But, uh, well, we have Melissa in our live chat. She can keep an eye on things. Uh, oh, there you go. Well, she, she doesn't check – these particular numbers eh, she but, should uh, maybe she should maybe you want your company to just cease to exist so she should <laughs> thank you to curly man for the super chat uh, rob i'll get to your other one in a bit because we're still talking about wrestlemania i'd mentioned on raw that i think this will be quote unquote wrestlemania because and i said a lot of people like denise did not like the idea of doing another wrestlemania but my point was this is not the NBA. It's not the NFL. This is not the Super Bowl. It's not the NBA Finals. They get to do whatever they want to do. Even if this hadn't happened, if Vince McMahon said, well, goddamn, pal, we're going to move WrestleMania to July. Well, then WrestleMania is moving to July. There's no- I think what they'll do is I, I think one of the Saudi shows will be branded Mania. I think. In- I mean, they, they did Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. And so I could see them – when's the next Saudi show? October, is it? They can do a Saudi show whenever they want. Yeah, I know they can, but they, they typically have them scheduled. But I, I think that they'll make the next Saudi show a media-branded show, mm-hmm. and that makes the most sense to me. I think SummerSlam is going to stay SummerSlam and, and all that other stuff. But I want to I say a couple more points about why I hate that they, uh, that they relocated the show. Now, you just mentioned – and we talked earlier about how they might attract new consumers – my only issue there is that typically if you are trying to attract new consumers or if you're trying to attract lapsed fans, you got to put your best foot forward. And from what we've seen so far with uh, SmackDown from, from the Performance Center and Raw from the Performance Center, I don't know if that's going to impress a lapsed or new fan to tune into WrestleMania and see potentially three, four, five hours of empty arena matches. The novelty's already worn off for me, and I'm kind of I'm kind of putting two points into one because I was going to be another point as a fan. The novelty's worn off for me. Uh, and when I look at Raw as an example this week, a three-hour show, they had less than seven minutes of live wrestling on a three-hour show. I think there's a couple of reasons why they did that. I think reason number one is they're trying to, to minimize the novelty wearing off knowing that they got WrestleMania coming. Mm-hmm. And I think they don't. I think they don't want to show too much live wrestling in advance for fear of the novelty wearing off. The other reason is I think they recognize what a challenge it is. Yeah. And so that, and so that's why they've been limiting it too. How many wrestlers have we seen so far, with the exception of Edge? I think if I think back to all the guys that have done stuff live in uh, at the Performance Center, Edge is the only guy that understood. I'm talking to a television screen. Yes. Steve Austin stood on all four posts, Sean. Yeah. And I watched that and I thought to myself, "You're a veteran." 
you're a veteran. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Edge was the only guy that understood. We only have a television audience. I'm going to just do a normal, you know, speaking promo, and I'm going to just talk to the camera. Andrade was holding up the belt, looking at empty seats. Yep. You know what I mean? And Triple H even had to say, uh, send tips on commentary. Hey, why are you guys working to a non-existent crowd? You all need to be working to the camera. And Jimmy froze up again. But Triple H had to send that note in to uh, to Sasha Banks, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross while they were on commentary. Like, oh, okay, you guys don't need to be uh, working to empty seats. Work to the camera. And we're back with Jimmy Van. I lost you for like 30 seconds. Yeah, is I know this, you is, did. is it my Wi-Fi being oh, crap? Oh, yes, of course it's your Wi-Fi being crap. It's that Canadian internet. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out something. I'll figure out something for next week because uh, there's nothing I can do. I don't have any other – I can't believe there's no Ethernet port on this laptop. Man, I so. got just destroyed when you all accused my internet of being bad. Well, it was bad. And no, are you no, not no, plugged no. in with, uh, with an Ethernet connection? No, I've never since I've worked here have I been. Your Wi-Fi the whole time? Yes. Really? Yeah. Well, that explains why your internet was shit. Uh-huh, Ethernet right. is usually the way to go, but today I just have no. I have no. What other is there today. a contractor there sawing through your cables again? Just leaving your happen. door open. Your cat making a mad dash. That yeah, that happened too. And I'm, <laughs> I'm I actually you know what's funny? I close my door and I'm expecting before this thing is over, I'm going to have a cat meowing at the door or a kid running. Yeah, but we'll see. But anyway. I think we've pretty much covered all points uh, as for why you know I understand mm-hmm. it, but why I don't like it. And again, a lot can happen in two and a half weeks, and so we'll see if the show even goes down. But if WWE wants to be smart, get matches in the can, have guys send NDAs, uh, because otherwise, if they wait till April fifth, I think that uh, they could be in for a shitstorm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, Chris Greenlee says I think they should go Lucha Underground style for WrestleMania, make it theatrical. Maybe not completely Lucha Underground, but I don't disagree with that idea of having some very studio-esque stuff. I think that wouldn't I mean, be I, a bad I idea. Think of, I can think of Rock Mankind, Empty Arena. Yeah. That that was pre-taped, and then they, they edited in different camera angles and stuff. Uh, I also think of uh, Roddy Piper Gold Dust, WrestleMania 12. They had the live yeah. arena stuff, but they also had the pre-taped stuff. And uh, and then they use creative camera angles. Like there's stuff they could they can do to make it better, especially if you're if you're talking say Goldberg Roman Reigns, which might not be the greatest match. You know, yes. you could use some tricks in order to make it a better match. But I just think from a logistical standpoint, if Vince McMahon believes that he can wait till April 5th and it's going to go off without a hitch, uh, he might be in for uh, for some pretty big surprises. So I think you do what you got to do now just to get through it because I know that their mentality is and the reason that they didn't reschedule their mentality was let's just get through it. Yeah. But if you, if you wait till April 5th, it might be very difficult. I think you got to tape the matches while you can, especially again, I don't know where Brock Lesnar falls under essential travel so uh get him in while you can and also if we're being real this is the best case scenario for goldberg in the ring because say he wrestles two minutes he can say cut catch his breath (laughs) then do a jackhammer (laughs) he doesn't have to possibly kill roman reigns and do all that if if the first jackhammer ends up like the one uh in saudi arabia they can just do it again just do it again. Yeah. They can call in. Um, 
one of the that Ron or Don Harris to be a stunt double for him. Be like, hey, let's let's hoist up Roman Reigns. Let's get this done. Let, let's rock it. As Jimmy has frozen yet again, yet again. I never ever want to hear a thing about Kentucky internet in my life. In my life do I ever want to hear about this, Jimmy. Losing me every two minutes. It's Let's... not my fault, man. I, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know I don't... No, I didn't know I didn't have I know you run the internet out there for your entire community. You set up the wires, or lack thereof, I guess. Yeah, Damn, well, yeah, let's go I ahead. Let's approach this super chat. Uh, Rob Wilkins said, did either of you watch Brett on Broken Skull Stories? Yes. And to me, there was nothing groundbreaking. There was nothing new. But I do always love the level of petty he is. I don't want to say petty. He does not forgive He's Bill bitter. Goldberg. He's bitter. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. But like you kind of said, I can kind of uh, I can speculate on what he talked about. Melissa asks me to please quarantine quarantine my little bitch attitude. <laughs> well, oh, you know man. what? I needed one week of doing this so that now I know what I'm up against. Yeah. So I will have a better setup next week. Nah, I'm going to have to figure out a camera for my desktop because uh, I don't have a webcam on my desktop. So I'll have to figure something out. I want to talk about um, other coronavirus fallout. Uh, in terms of pro wrestling, because there's a lot. Yeah. Look at everything yeah. in yellow on this sheet. Like There's oh a lot of stuff in terms of fallout. So first and foremost, the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Georgia... Yeah, Are you I'm really chewing gum, chewing gum on this show? What the hell, Jimmy? I apologize, but we're already off the rails, so fucking I'm chewing gum. Yeah, damn, so, Jimmy. So the WWE Hall of Fame, Georgia Smith, who is the daughter of Davey Boy Smith, she posted on social media that WWE has informed her that they are postponing the Hall of Fame until a later date. Uh, looks like they're targeting SummerSlam, and uh, and something like that. That's fine. You know what yes. I mean? They can do it. They can do it the night before SummerSlam or whatever. That's fine. Uh, NXT Takeover. It looks like it's going to air the Wednesday before Mania in NXT's normal time slot on USA Network. Have they said that? So, no, it's it's pure speculation. Okay, so yeah, we we gotta say that's pure speculation, or else there will be yeah. absolute turds that report that we said that. Yeah, for okay. NXT Takeover, there's no reason they can't do it like that. It's they run their own shows tonight. I don't have a yes. damn clue what they're doing. I don't. I don't know if it's just gonna be promos and all that stuff. I don't have a clue. Uh, our Wednesday Night War show. They're we calling don't... it a modified format, right? Yeah, which means they're going to show old shit for 90 minutes again, again, for the yep. third straight time. Now I get it. They're in a precarious position, but just, ah, uh, it's so, for somebody who's watched it all the time, it's so painful to even get through. Now I get it for people who maybe haven't seen, it's not that bad, but for somebody who watches this show, every show, every week, it is really painful as for the hall of fame wwe sent me a comment when i asked and said they will not proceed as scheduled and people were like is it canceled is it canceled they didn't say canceled they didn't say any of that they just said as scheduled which means it won't be in tampa it won't be on those nights as far as we know they they don't have to they don't do that this is uh you know they're they're making probably trying to make the best out of a bad situation i don't think you can do the hall of fame 
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In front of an empty crowd, you gotta no. wait until SummerSlam. For sure, I mean that that makes perfect sense to me. And and even though it's always been affiliated with WrestleMania, it's it's an easy thing to move. So to me, that makes a lot of sense. Now, in terms of NXT with this modified format, I would like to know from WWE if there's any way you could find out. I would like to know: Are they limiting the in-ring stuff because? Jimmy needs an Ethernet port. He needs an Ethernet port. We're about to cancel this show. We're about to cancel this show. On the fly. I can't wait for his his little head, his little Canadian flappy head to pop up. Go, hey buddy, what's up, guy? Hey, my my internet's my internet's terrible. Ah! Yeah, the Wi-Fi's not good. It's, I think it's terrible. In this, like you've seen my, you've seen my office. My office is like a little isolated space in my house, and I don't have a, I don't have a router in here. Yeah, all that so marble you got in the house isn't letting that signal bounce off everywhere. Marble's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. yeah. Must be yeah. nice, Jimmy. <laughs> Must be nice, Jimmy. Damn. Let's talk about lockdown. I want to talk more more coronavirus fallout. How? So let's talk about How? The show won't even air. Sure it will. Sure it will. We'll get through this, man. We're already so, halfway through. So done. why don't you prompt me, and I'll just talk for whenever your internet goes out. Okay, we'll do that. So let's talk about WrestleCon. All right? So just like WWE, WrestleCon was waiting on the city of Tampa to order a ban to prevent gatherings. They didn't want to take the initiative and cancel because they didn't want to be out all of those... Uh, costs. Yes. When WWE canceled WrestleMania, they really had no alternative because people were not going to come with no yes. WrestleMania. So they canceled. Uh, they revealed almost immediately that the Marriott in Tampa was saying they were on the hook for over $100,000 in fees. I actually, Sean put me in touch with the guy, Michael, uh, from WrestleCon slash High Spots, and I was talking to him because uh, I was going to see if there's anything I could do to help in case uh, he couldn't recoup anything. Because I had heard that if he was on the hook for those costs, he could lose his house. And I heard about that, and I thought, I'm not going to let that happen. So I was going to talk to him. But then, fortunately, 
two things happen. Uh, the first thing was Chris Jericho retweeted the information about the Marriott mm-hmm. saying he's due these fees. Now, the Marriott claims Jericho's tweet has nothing to do with their ultimate decision, but I know damn well it does. Yeah. Uh, but that was number one. And then number two, the governor of Florida, his name is Ron DeSantis. He declared a state of emergency, uh, and it looks like they're probably going to uh, start banning gatherings. And based on all of that, the Marriott decided to honor the force majeure clause, and we talked about the force majeure clause in on the FIFO Select Q and A. I'm familiar with it from my business. We call it the Act of God clause. It's basically an unavoidable catastrophe uh, clause, and uh, the Marriott honored it. They were able to waive those fees. Then WrestleCon was able to get Steinbrenner Field, which is where the convention was going to take place. They got them to return their down payment. They spoke uh, very highly of them as well. Good. Yep, that's good. And so now they're waiting on the. Which is where the in-ring shows were going to take place, like uh, TN Impact's uh, TNA reunion show. Mm-hmm. They're waiting on the Ritz uh, to make a decision on a refund there. They're dealing with the bus company they were going to use to shuttle people to see about getting money back there. And then another big one is the talent guarantees. Yeah. You know, a lot a lot of talent sitting there without any bookings this month, and so some of those guys. And you know that veterans can be carny, Sean. Oh yeah, that's why I didn't go to Starcast in Baltimore. I was like. 90s WCW guys, can I really get interviews there without them going, slip me a 20, brother? Yes, yes. So we'll see if they will be uh, willing to do something about the talent guarantees. But at least they seem to be in a better spot. I, I talked to Michael and I said, you know, if you if you need a little bit of help, if you want to work at a deal, I'm willing to talk. But uh, it sounds like he's in good shape now, especially with the Marriott uh, situation and the Steinbrenner Field situation. Yeah. So. They did an interview, or he did an interview with John Pollock of Post that I that I listened to right before this. And Denise brings up Marriott doing some more shady stuff, at least based on what we've seen on Twitter. Haven't been able to do a lot of research on this, but there have been people that have claimed that while the Marriott took them off their schedule and effectively laid them off, they go to file unemployment and the Marriott claims that they have a zero-hour schedule and it doesn't allow them to pick up unemployment benefits because they're still employed. They're just not being given hours. And if, Is that right? If so, that's shady. Because, I mean, I, I know one of my friends who's a waitress in Lexington. I, I As soon as the restaurants closed down, me and my wife were like, hey, you okay? Do you need help? And she's like, yeah, our boss actually encouraged us and set up things and gave us unemployment information. He gave us information of other places that said that they were going to need help during this time. Like, so there are some people that are doing some good stuff, but man, Marriott, scummy. Will you get your, your payment for my hotel back? Do you think that'll happen? Anyway, other uh, coronavirus (laughs) fallout. So uh, we already talked about the impact TNA reunion show. Yeah, we talked about the TNA reunion show being canceled as Jimmy is frozen again, as is that TNA retro show. I actually was able to talk to some people within Impact Wrestling about that, talking about what they had in the can. I've got that up on Fightful Select right now. And uh, yeah, so no TNA retro show. I was actually most excited to see that than any show that I was going to watch that week. Um and and that's a bummer because they filmed a lot of stuff to get ready for that, Jimmy. And and Wild yeah, Boy sorry, says I'm, when Jim, Wild Boy says when Jimmy freezes, he looks like Zordon from the Power Rangers. Because <laughs> it's I all don't even know who that is. Oh, you gotta look it up. It's oh, all okay. jumbled up. It's so good. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out – I'm actually looking at my Wi-Fi connections, trying to figure out if I can find a better one. Yeah. But, uh, but it's how, cool. Wait. Now, how now many Wi-Fi it. connections do you have in the house? I got three. What the f- – what is this bullshit? You know what's funny? The robot litter box has Wi-Fi. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it pops up every time I try to connect. It's like robot litter, and I'm like, huh? Really? It's a hotspot. Yeah. I had no idea. It's a no hotspot. I got – well, I got three because I've got one just for my TVs, and I got one for uh, – like what's the other one for? Oh, it's for the cameras. I got one for the cameras, and then I got one for Wi-Fi use. So. Well, I hope nobody tries to break into your house again, Jimmy, because there's a good chance they'll get away with it based on the internet that I'm seeing right now. That footage will just cut out. You know what I'm seeing on my camera now? I'm seeing you. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Hannah said that I uh, probably went over there and cut your wires, or somebody else said that uh, when I when I made my trip. Evan Wright said, Sean rigged Jimmy's internet on the last trip. Hannah said, I want a compilation of Sean's meltdown. Every time Jimmy's internet freezes. Get a Wi-Fi booster, Jimmy. What's that? Get a Wi-Fi booster, Jimmy. Jesse says to do that. No, no, no. I'm not getting a Wi-Fi booster. I'm going to use my desktop next week. I have like a souped-up desktop right in front of me. Me too. And I I discovered I don't have a webcam on it. That's why I had to use the laptop today. I mean, quite honestly, a few years ago when when – I ran Wirecast, and it was so bad. Jimmy was like, go to Best Buy, get a PC. You can expense yeah. it. And it's still rocking, like, great yeah. for me. Like, it's and one I got of the- a great. I got a great desktop, and quite frankly, I did not realize I don't have a little webcam in the monitor. I thought I did, uh-huh. which is why five minutes before the podcast time, I'm scrambling to get, you know, something going because I didn't know I don't have a webcam in the monitor. So here's what it is. Uh, a few more things, I guess, about coronavirus fallout. Um Ring of Honor, they've announced that they've canceled all events through May. How far in advance do they tape TV? Uh, Impact, at least through... Or Ring I, of Honor. Oh, Ring, Ring of, Honor. of Honor. I don't know how far they film ahead. But the Canceling thing, through May, Sean. Yeah, but the thing is, they broadcast all their TV tapings live on Honor Club now. So that's effectively when they do their tapings. They just... They're like, all right, whatever. See you guys at the next live event we do because they they broadcast all their live events on Honor Club too. So if they're going to San Antonio for what would usually used to be a spot show, they run that on Honor Club, and that is their content because so much of their content is in ring based, not storyline based. They do that and they just advance stuff that way. And uh, okay, I know Impacts. They at least one person I spoke to said that they think that they're filmed through Rebellion. But I got some more news on that up on FightfulSelect.com. I think maybe tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Obviously, guys, by the way, check out my interview with Moose. I, all our interviews will be up on YouTube.com slash Fightful. But we won't have an interview, interview segment on here because of the bare bones nature of our production. But yeah, uh, yeah. Kyle asked. Maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll get you some media on OBS. What do you think? We'll see about that. Kyle, is it going to melt your computer if we try that? Yeah, probably. Uh, you got to realize I'm I'm rocking all this here and broadcasting myself. When Camillo does it, he's not broadcasting himself. So if I got to move stuff around like that, it affects one of the monitors and the displays that I'm broadcasting from. Like for yeah, example, we got like three computers up there. Yeah, and I, I'm broadcasting off three screens. Like I have. To the right of me, if you all see me ever looking off screen during one of these, it's because I got the chat over here. I got Jimmy 
to the left of me and I have OBS directly ahead of me. Like, I have the Zordon setup. I've got the screens everywhere. I'm ready to fight Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa with Jason David Frank and, and the rest of the Power Rangers. Man, you wait, you know way too much about that show. I grew up on the Power Rangers. What the hell's uh-huh. wrong? What the so, hell's uh, wrong? Hold on. Kyle yeah. said, Kyle said, my friend's mom got robbed of her grocery uh, stuff. So, uh, no frills, just grocery stuff. Be safe, guys. Yeah. Make sure you guys you take said care no of yourself. Where's he located? Uh, I don't know. Canada. That's a Canadian. That's a Canadian chain. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if he meant something. Okay. He said robbed of her groceries at No Frills. Yeah. Be that's safe, a Canadian guys. Chain. Yeah. Well, I mean, shame he... on you, Canadians. Don't be ripping off groceries. Canadians are assholes, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the NWA. They're suspending operations until June. No Crockett Cup. No power tapings. Now they have no contractual obligations for TVs. Exactly. They're okay. They're one of the they're one of the few that can take a break. MLW suspending events for at least forty five days because of this. AAA and CMLL in Mexico, both of them have canceled upcoming shows in March. AAA had a whole tour schedule that they canceled. So this is uh, wiping out a lot of business, and that kind of takes me to my next point. I want to give props to Wrestle Talk, mm-hmm. uh, and even though I've shit on him in the past, I'm going to give props to Will Osprey. Because they partnered up to do something I thought was very interesting. So this past Monday, they did a YouTube empty arena show. It was called No Fans Monday. The proceeds from the show went to the wrestlers on the show uh, and their families. Uh, They did over 10,000 pounds in super chats, which is pretty damn good. Now, remember, they're in the UK, UK, but 10,000 pounds in super chats. Uh, They also sold merch. I thought that was a very creative thing to do and i said to sean this morning i told him hey if we have any full-time indie guys that lost their slate of bookings let's make them guest uh, podcast co-hosts and we'll do the super chat thing with them just like we did with denise for yeah. the post raw on uh, monday yeah by the way guys check out denise's channel uh, that's what she's doing full-time she does a lot of hosting in la and lost all those bookings effectively and we want to support her she she does so much good stuff with us and yeah i'm open to that i'm i'm in my office all the time anyway, but now I'm yep. in my office even more. So if any indie guys want to do like a live stream interview or something like that, I, I will schedule it. I will run it. Usually that type of stuff I put in the can, but in situations like this, uh, I think that what well, we can do stuff live and all that. I told Jimmy <laughs> off the air, I was like, you would be surprised how many of these people don't watch wrestling at all, though. That's why I can't have them on review shows. But I, I would love to do some sort of, of live interviews or something like that. And also, uh, Black Label Pro is doing something very similar to that. And they, they've gotten very close to a goal. They're going to be doing a show in about a week and a half where they don't have fans as well. And I saw their operation firsthand, Jimmy. I went there and did interviews with Dan Housen, AJ Gray, and Eric Stevens, who has his wrestle, has, has his retirement match effectively canceled now because of this, this situation. They are a top flight organization. I even told Jimmy, I was like, when I got invited there, I got to go. There are future AEW, WWE, New Japan people there. Uh, they they will be worth your time, and they are good people. I, I really believe in Black Label Pro, so check out their show as well. But uh, you mentioned Will Ospreay, Jimmy. He was in the news the past couple days. Did you see that? I did. I was going to talk about that, about how uh, CM Punk was on, what was it, Wrestle 365? Who the hell knows? Yeah, he did an interview and he was asked, you know, is there a, a match that might get you back in the room kind of thing? 
And he mentioned, guys, I can't remember how Punk worded it. He said, I think he said, I'll listen to your suggestion based on who. So he mentioned Daniel Bryan would make him listen. John Cena would make him listen. Uh, and Will Ospreay was another name that he said, uh, I would listen to the idea behind a match with Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay called him out on social media basically saying, let's do it, basically. Um, not going to happen. I, I think uh, Punk is only going to wrestle for WWE if he wrestles at all. My opinion, but uh, and he he's not going to do it for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. And under like it's going to take a certain amount of money that I think AEW or WWE are really the only ones. And when you look at two of the names he mentioned are WWE talents. That's where he will wrestle if they throw enough money at him. We'll, well see. Will Osprey called that? him out this morning. He said, "Get some reps in. Save January fourth. Be a benefit to the business instead of a spoke in the wheel." I was like, "All right, I like that." I thought it was. It was grading enough to where CM Punk might – you don't know how he'll take anything because he gets so many damn tweets, and you never know how he'll react. I think he laughs it off. I think he laughs it all off. Maybe. Now, is January 4th, is January 4th Russell Kingdom? Yes. Okay. I mean that would be interesting, and New Japan can give him the money. And as we've know? seen in the past, there, there have been a lot of people that Chris Jericho would never wrestle for anybody but WWE. Well, he went to Wrestle Kingdom and still does – even though he's the top guy in AEW. John Moxley yep. hit the bricks, and one of his goals was work New Japan. We see this all the time. Like It is it is held in high regard to certain people. So I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's off the table, but if, if you're Will Ospreay, you did the right thing. I think that him calling out CM Punk in that manner was perfect. Also, yeah. thanks for giving us an article to write. Because <laughs> we needed uh- it. You know how in the past we've talked on this podcast about how guys in WWE, a lot of them just seem too comfortable. They seem too content. Uh, I've said on this podcast many times, I wish guys would stand up for themselves. I wish guys would push back more. Uh, Daniel Bryan on the CM Punk DVD like 10 years ago said guys are too comfortable. If they need an extra for a last-minute match, guys run off to catering. Yeah. This has been a big problem that I have long seen in WWE specifically, and that brings me to Ricochet. He put something on Twitter, and very honestly, I'm going to say, based on what he put on Twitter, he doesn't deserve to be a top guy. And based on what I saw him put on Twitter, you can stay on main event and and, and work tape matches. So Ricochet uh, saw the fan displeasure about his usage lately with you know putting over Riddick Moss on Raw, being relegated to main event the week after. And this was a week after he challenged Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. And here is Ricochet's response on Twitter. He posted this on March 11th. He said, quote, Okay, I just want to say everyone should be happy that I get to perform for you all every week because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me in what capacity. Let's celebrate that and not dwell on anything else. Hashtag life is great. For me, the biggest quote out of that comment was he said, it doesn't matter to me in what capacity. I saw that and I thought to myself, you do not deserve to be a top guy. You deserve to be a middle-of-the-card guy. You deserve to be relegated to main event if that's your mentality. That shit pisses me off, man, Yeah. especially when, especially when you're a talent of Ricochet's caliber. You should be a top guy. You should be this generation's Rey Mysterio, but you just made it obvious that you don't give a shit where your books as long as you're on the card. You don't deserve to be a main event. I feel that way about a lot of people professionally. Jimmy, when we started this website, you said to me, I don't want to just be an aggregator. Don't just rely on that. Go out, get original content, do interviews, do all this stuff. Yep. And I was like, oh gosh, how will I get it done? How will I get it done? I did it. I worked hard. I did it. I got I got better at it. Ricochet, it's hard to imagine that he could get better at something. So I could see 
where he could sense that frustration, at least in the ring. But he could get better at promos. He could be that guy that Vince McMahon believes in by cutting the right promo. I mean, for decades, he didn't believe in AJ Styles. Then he got one look at AJ Styles, how he conducted himself, how he talked, what he did. And he's been in love with AJ Styles for four years now. Like, there there are ways to improve yourself if you're Ricochet. Maybe not in the ring, understandably. But, but there the thing are... is, he, this quote does not – I don't see any frustration in this quote. Yeah. You know what I mean? This quote is him saying – it doesn't matter to me in what capacity. Yeah, that's that's a problem. That's a problem. That's to me. a absolutely that's a, a problem. Big problem. Like, I got to be honest with you. Like so many guys in WWE have been kind of running in quicksand for for a number of years, and I know that a lot of it is not their fault. I know a lot of it is Vince McMahon signing guys, not knowing what to do with them, having no direction for anybody. Let's just book the same match seven times in a row on television because I don't I don't know what to do with anybody. And we know that guys like I, I know Dolph Ziggler for a fact has pitched so many ideas to WWE and to Vince McMahon. Bray Wyatt has pitched so many ideas. Matt Hardy pitched so many ideas. And it's one thing for that stuff, and, and I understand their frustration. For a guy of Ricochet's talent to basically say, I'm just happy to be there, hashtag life is great, shame on you is all I have to say to Ricochet. And if I was Triple H, and if I saw that post on Twitter and I'm Triple H, I would be reaming him. I'd be chirping him. I'd be saying, what the fuck is your problem? Don't you understand? You can be the guy. Yeah, you've been handled not that great. You shouldn't be doing live promos. You can be the guy. And now you just made it clear, ah, you want me to do main event? Ah, no problem. You want me to put over Riddick Moss? Okay. You know what I mean? And I mean, Strong mentality. This week I was putting together, uh, we're doing ECW month in May. I, I revealed that recently. And one of the features is making a finisher, Rob Van Dam's Van Terminator. And I had to put together a video for it. And in that video, I see how integral Bill Alfonso was to Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam could cut a promo. Like, don't don't let anybody make you think that all he could say was cool and whatever. But he had Bill Alfonso there, who couldn't really cut that great of a promo, but yeah. added <laughs> but added to him so much. Imagine yeah, whistle pretty well. And that shit was so annoying. But it added to what RVD was doing. WWE hasn't done that poor guy any favors, Ricochet. He needs a Bill Alfonso. Because he is every bit as good in the ring as Rob Van Dam ever was. And the thing about Rob Van Dam is that you knew that he knew how good he was. And I can tell you, that gets legitimate heat. How do I know this? Because last year, Leo Rush had a bunch of heat backstage because he knew how good he was. He didn't want to take advice from anybody. And that was a thing when I would ask people, well, was who was harder to work with, him or Enzo Amore? And I had people say, well, Leo Rush was because he knows he's good on the mic. He knows he's good in the ring. He knows that they're not going to fire him. He knows all this stuff, and he doesn't think that he needs to improve. That was Rob Van Dam's character. He knew how good he was. Meanwhile, Ricochet's character is, oh man, superheroes, they can be real. They might be real. I don't know if they're real, but I'm going to fly tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, man, come on. You're real good. Let the He's world like, know. really good. His athleticism is off the charts. Do you remember when uh, Heyman would be CM Punk's manager – when Brock was uh, off the road. Yes. 
why couldn't Heyman be Ricochet's mouthpiece? Why couldn't Ricochet go out there and play like the silent assassin heel and not be all smiley, smiley, looking up to the heavens, doing all this bullshit? Just be the silent assassin, go out there and get it done and let him be your mouthpiece. That I think they'd be great together. Yeah. You know? Well, and, so. and the thing is, Bobby Lashley, a lot of people said that he couldn't cut promos for years. Then when he went to TNA and he realized, you know what? I'm the baddest fucking guy in this company. He acted like it. And it was the best stuff that he ever did. And WWE came calling. They hadn't came calling for like 10 years, but they did then. So, wow, what and a situation. Then, and then used him to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because oh. Vince McMahon doesn't know what to do with anybody. As is tradition. As is tradition. Yep. Eric Young, EC3, Samoa Joe to a degree has not been used to his potential. They have a plethora of TNA guys that they just hired to hire. That's right. They decided to hire. By the way, check yeah, out my interview with EC3. It's up on YouTube.com slash Fightful. I'll be lastly on the list about something else, but I'm going to save that for the list goes on because uh, we're almost out of time. So if you go to the list goes on, FightfulSelect.com after this, we got more topics. We're going to talk about Lashley. We're going to talk about uh, Rezar, Joey Ryan, uh, potentially Killer Cross stuff, the revival, Alberto Del Rio. Uh, I want to ask you a couple more things. So first and foremost – Sean Ross Sapp got a little little bit of heat with Alexa Bliss. Not really. Week. Not really. It was funny, though. So, so explain it to anybody that didn't see it. So I got – one of our mods actually is in Israel and sent me a clip of what happened during the commercial of Friday's SmackDown match. Now, I posted it. It didn't have audio. It was a video of her screen. Later, we got the video with audio, and I posted that up there because a lot of people – a lot of people were like, are they wrestling during the commercials? If so, why? Well, I mean, there are a few reasons they would. Maybe for continuity of footage if they were to release that in the future, yada yada. But they didn't. Instead, they, they walked around the ring. Bailey noticed that they needed to switch the uh, the tag ropes, the corners, which, quite honestly, what a spot by her. She was kind of directing traffic there, which... The people that watch, I had I had one wrestler say, please never do that to me. And I was like, man, this aired on TV. This aired on right. TV in Israel. I didn't have like some sort of backstage feed or anything like that. A magic satellite, yeah. Yeah, a magic satellite. This is not like the dark match satellite feeds that emerged 20 years ago. And Alexa just said, not cool, man. Just enjoy what we do for you. Uh, here's the thing. Well, first off, I, I like Alexa Bliss. I've gotten along with Alexa Bliss every time I talk to her. She actually recognized my wife when we saw her in Toronto because uh, my wife and I interviewed her in Columbus years before, and we kind of joked off air about that. And nothing but pleasant to me. Really enjoy working with Alexa Bliss. But that was – I was like, that was not a shot at you guys. That was not a shot at anybody. I'm fascinated by this stuff. I know there are a lot of people that are in this line of work that act like they're above learning stuff. That's why I do this. I like learning about wrestling. I like learning it, about it from wrestlers, from footage, from fans, from anybody, and I like relaying that. And that stuff is fascinating to me. I love reading about that. I love hearing about it, and I love seeing it. David Bixenspan did a great article earlier this year about an NXT feed that stayed up for, or I think it was last year, that stayed up, uh, and you got to see them putting up the ring and all that. Uh, and this is no different than anything that they would show on Ruthless Aggression or on the FCW documentary. And I guarantee you, 
Jimmy, that they use this footage in documentaries probably by the end of the year. I bet you we see a yeah, WWE 24 about this, and that's in it's in there. And I told Sean off the air that night, Friday night, I was like, if you got any more, post them too. <laughs> because I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Like Sean said, it's not like he secretly hacked in and no. grabbed this footage. This aired in another market, and so I didn't have a problem with it. And uh, and it was what it was. I guess and, one more thing we'll talk and about. And I, I cleared it up with Alexa. I sent her a public tweet. There were there were some people surprised about that too. I am not above like clarifying something like that. I'm not gonna like stick to my point and be a dick to somebody that I'm gonna work with or anything like that. If you ever see me going at somebody on Twitter, they've either said some mean shit to me, mean shit to somebody else, or something like that. The Alexa Bliss thing was a misunderstanding. Uh, she liked a couple of tweets that were associated there, and it seems like we're good to go. Last thing, we already kind of talked about this earlier, but SmackDown this week. So Goldberg, Roman Reigns, contract signing. They really need to tape the match while they're there. Uh, they won't, I don't think, but they should. Yeah. But uh, Rob Gronkowski, have you heard any more about him? Because he's going to be there in an empty performance center, or at least he's scheduled, and they had talked about him doing something at WrestleMania. Have you heard any more about him? Nope, not a bit, but no. I did poke around uh, about other football players that were interested in there. Was I had reported on Fightful and Fightful Select this week that former Cleveland Browns tight end Gary Barnage is interested in getting, a, getting into pro wrestling. and it, Nowhere near the profile of Gronkowski, but he has done stuff with Moose on Impact. He's been on Total Divas a couple times, going out on dates with a couple of the, the wrestlers. He's a big wrestling fan, about the same size as Gronk, so you might be seeing more... NFL stars making that move over, especially if it's successful for Gronk, because it worked out well for D'Angelo Williams too. So, um, I, and that's let's be honest, Jimmy, the bar is real high right now. D'Angelo Williams and Lawrence Taylor both had real good performances as football uh -huh. players. Uh -huh. See, I mean, yeah, we talked about Taylor. He had a good dance partner that night too. Yes, he but, did. Uh, but he he did have a pretty good match, and then. You know, so now we've seen, if you go back, so they, they showed the Elimination Chamber match yeah. on SmackDown. They showed the entire Royal Rumble on Raw. What do you think the odds are we're going to see John Cena, Bray Wyatt, WrestleMania 30 on SmackDown since they oh, yeah, uh, it's referenced happened. it? They referenced it in the promo. It, it'll happen. And Jeremy Lambert uh, <laughs> joked, he's like, yeah, Smack, or NXT tonight will just be Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano in their history. That's it. And I it's showing is, all the matches in their entirety. When he when he said that, I was like, "Oh, really?" Like I wasn't, I didn't take it as a joke when he right. said that. Right. Awesome, man. Well, we got through it. I apologize for my Wi-Fi. It will be better next week. Now that I got a week to kind of see, you know, the landscape here, and go to FightfulSelect.com. The list goes on. Got more topics for you. Yeah, we've got stuff up on Fightful Select nonstop. Sour Graps, two Q and A shows this week with Jimmy Van. Uh, we got the list goes on. We got the backstage report, the weekender. We've got your content. And myself and Warren are putting three retro reviews in the can this Friday. I'm very excited about that. Might drop one casually for free just because I want to. We'll see how it goes. Thank you guys so much. We're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.